things that are irrevocably unchangeable. Right. So sometimes you've said something, sometimes you've not said what you wanted to say. Uh, how do you think one can make one's peace with that? Have you uh, have you had a situation where you you felt that you wanted to communicate or uh, I'm not even ad advising people going to seances and stuff like that? Um, well, recently we did have a loss in the family. We lost okay. my, my, I lost my aunt. Okay. And uh, yes, I was in India and I couldn't see her. That kind of uh, was very painful for me because we were quite close-knit. Um, not being able to, you know, even ha haven't spoken to her actually. That itself was quite painful for me, to be honest. Um, it was not like I said something or I wanted to say something particularly, but it's just the fact that I couldn't even get on a phone call with her. So it was like, we didn't have a conversation, nothing. And suddenly I get this, you know, terrible news that she's no more. And I was shocked and she's young. So she was young, sorry. She was young. And so, you know, it's just um, making peace with it is, I feel that it, for me, it may not happen because I, I can just like talk to myself and talk to her me that's the only way I can really you know reach out to her right now because she's no more and uh, I don't know it's it's um, it, it's hard but I probably don't have words to even um, you know express how I would actually make peace with this because I, I still haven't I still can't believe she's not there and I still can't make peace with the fact that, you know, I couldn't talk to her one last time. I couldn't see her one last time because COVID was there and she was in Kerala when she passed away. So we couldn't even see her, in a, you know, during her final rites. So, there is that thing, that hurt that stays in you. I think probably that may stay with me for the rest of my life. I don't know if I've really made peace with it and if I can. Okay. Um, do you think the passage of time has helped a little in that case? Yes. I mean, earlier it used to just make me cry every now and then. It was, and it, there was like this void that was there that couldn't be filled somewhere. And I feel that with time, I've only grown stronger about this. I think of her, tears don't come out, but then yes, there's that hurt, there's that pain inside still, but you know, I'm much stronger today. But making peace with it, I don't know, because I st even today, I would say I would still feel as bad that I couldn't talk to her one last time. Okay, do I, uh, with all due respect to your, um, emotions in your relation with her. Right. You flip the question on its head and ask you a far more deeper question. Okay. In this itself. 
At what point was it promised to you that your aunt wouldn't go away? And who promised that to you? True. I mean, yes, we don't come with a, you know, a set timeline. We don't know how life is going to change and how we are going to change with it. Or if we are going to be there, not be there for our loved ones. Um, yeah, I agree with your point. But you know, it's it's easier said than done because somewhere it still kind of hurts you inside. It eats you up. Yeah, yeah. I am not even for one moment denying that that's the way to look at it because a clever way to look at it doesn't help. Pain knows yeah. the way out of our cleverness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's yeah. My I have lost my dad around a year and a half earlier. There is, and he had Alzheimer's, so we had episodes that can't even be described on camera. We had fights and all kinds of things that are uh, unbelievable. Right. There are times when uh, I used to feel uh, I used to feel like, is this the way to behave? Like, what were you doing? What were you thinking? And it hurts that you, like I behaved, forget normal, it was abnormal. He would have done nothing but I, I flipped my lid and I was hurting and I was hurting him yeah. verbally, physically at times. Yeah. But then uh, I think one of the things that I have learned which helped me was context. And uh, I, want to, I want to actually uh, spend a bit of time on this uh, talking to you. Okay. So when when the context in my case was that I always had the chance to send him to an institution, right? Uh, but I always chose not to. So this is I mean, context didn't come to me very easily. My friend actually spoke to me a couple of times about it, and he says, "Look, the the day you chose that you're not going to do that, right? There were going to be episodes like this." You cannot deny. So you have to give yourself the advantage of, okay, okay you chose the right thing, in which yeah. obviously you cannot decide that you'll be right each and every time. You are a human being. There were many nights in a row that one could not sleep because he was sleepless. You had to hold him, restrain him, all kinds of things were happening. Yeah. Uh, I now want to do the same exercise that I did with you in terms of context. I want to put it out in a, in a far more general manner. Okay. The reason why I asked you when was it promised that you would not lose your auntie, it's not so much about your auntie. It's about yourself, it is about your husband, it's about your health. It's about each and every person that we love at some point of time. Uh, my understanding over the last many years of practice or many years of contemplation on, uh, on death itself, I've been very fascinated even as a kid I had a very weird thing I used to do, which I have not figured out why, but I used to go and look at dead bodies. So if some kids were not allowed to look at them, but I always said, what are you, well, he's dead, I know he's dead, I want to see how he looks like when he's dead, or some, some crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. Very intriguing in my head, why, why would I want to do that? But it's been a lifelong seeking to understand uh, this kind of trouble. Right. Um, one thing that is that I can say as of right now, in my experiences, you've got to make your peace with it much before it happens. Because when it happens, there is no, it's like 
It's like learning to swim when you've been thrown in the water. It's too yeah, late. True. So yes, you have to know that this water is dangerous. You can't be falling by chance. And you know for sure this is one particular river where we are all going to get pushed in. Yes. So you better learn. And not only are you going to get pushed into, your loved ones are going to get pushed and you will not be in a uh, in a position to save them or do anything yes. for them except be peaceful. Right. I will also come to uh, why that is so. But so while we are, I want, I didn't expect that we would be talking about this subject, but it is quite intriguing that it has landed up upon unhappiness of the deepest kind, perhaps. Yeah. As a subject. Yeah. We do not want, um, I think the Hindi word for it is vichoda. Vichar jana. Which effectively makes us, I think, is far more painful in the sense right. oh, there is a certain sense of separateness. Yeah. Um, I want to bring a uh, different thing that just came to me while you okay. said there are times when you were walking alone or when time passed and you made your peace with whatever the subject was. Yeah. You were feeling separated by another person, another event, another happening. Right. Yet you found yourself. So you were still separate, but the sense of separateness went away. Right. So maybe, uh, although this subject becomes much bigger and much deeper and hurts a lot more than a normal fight or uh, yeah. good, but I think maybe there is, a, there is hope to study whether the same thing can be applied here. If one were to one wanted to just make peace with the fact that this is going to happen. Right. Um, I would not want to hurry you into thinking this because this is actually a fairly deeply contemplative subject by itself. Yes. But, uh, but let's um, it may seem very trivial but I, I things seem to be falling in my head. So when you had that painting and you you had a certain sense that you were going to do it. You know it. Yeah. The art, you were going to do it. It was in your mind. But it didn't happen. For some reason, that particular piece got killed. Right. And if you were to uh, force fit a word there. Right. And you had to give it rebirth. Yes. By recontextualizing it. Yes. Maybe that is all it requires. Maybe the idea is to understand that this kind of separateness, maybe this kind of, uh, for me, uh, in terms of just token saying words, I'm not even saying that I feel the pain that you feel feel for your auntie, obviously. Right. I have realized over a period, uh, I spend a lot of time telling my dad that I love him and I feel very good about it. I yeah. feel very good about it. Uh, yeah. Much more than I did when I was with him. Because right. I, the time uh, last few years uh, obviously it was not possible he wouldn't comprehend what we were saying or we couldn't comprehend what he was saying right. but otherwise just as a feeling uh, a person called dad or, or a phenomenon called dad I, I thank him for giving me so many things and, uh, I tell him I love him things like that and they bring me peace because I understand oh everything happens here yes so this form and this really does not matter. In fact, I am I am with him in a much better space. 
Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Actually, probably it might be reaching in because that is all that reaches us. Right. Well, our friendship itself. I think we hardly met in life. We met three times. Right. Three or four times. Now that is that is as good as saying we don't exist for each other. Besides the phone calls and which could be these days everything can be created. True. True. Very true. But our connection is so much more deeper because of sheer feelings that we sense to seem to have, and it has been developed. It has been deliberated. It has been. Worked upon. It's not that I would have misunderstood you at some point of time as a warning. Obviously, it has happened sometimes. Right. Sometimes you might have misunderstood what I'm trying to say. Communication has its uh, limitations. Right. But in the sense of that would be one of my uh, things that you should try. Perhaps is is when you talk to her, you genuinely talk to her. I think if I'm not mistaken, you had. Written something uh, that had given you a lot of peace. So you yes. written for yourself, but you had also written it for her, or some some such thing had transpired. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it is similar. It is similar. Where you because everything seems to begin here. The anger that we spoke about in the beginning of the episode was inside you. As yes. time passed, the calmness came inside you. As yeah. Caused your your ability to see your own fault came inside you. But everything yes. is inside. Even if you don't apologize, but you feel apologetic, I think the other person gets it. Right. Obviously, words are important, and um, language is one of the most important tools that we have in the world today. But nothing can uh, nothing can replace genuine or authentic intention. In uh, make things right. Yes. So, uh, since we've been talking a lot about unhappiness, and uh, we started with uh, a sense of comfort giving you the feeling of being home. Right. But we also did discuss. So now I want to bring in context that very first question again. Okay. Answer. You said uh, when we. Uh, when we have a fight with the people that we love, uh, yeah. the home seems like uh, a constraint. It seems to be right. restraining us. We want to go out, we want to go out for a walk or listen to music, get out in some way. So then home is certainly not that physical space that we are talking about. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so now the second level there is perhaps home is the space that we share with another individual. Yeah. The feeling. Now, since the feeling has gone awry, so that perhaps is also not home. Yeah, that's true. Because if, if that was home, that shouldn't have broken in the first place, but that also seems to change. Yes. So, uh, so this comfort that you mentioned in the beginning, yeah. I want to uh, provoke you there a bit and ask you if it is not the physical space and it is not a mental space shared with another person. Yeah. Where can this possible home be? Happiness comes from. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's your mind, just like you rightly said. It's all inside you. It starts here, it ends here. So if you are able to make peace with what the situation is, even being at home wouldn't feel like, you know, you're being limited in some way or, you know, you're 
unhappy. I think it's all about the state of mind. So for me, if, you know, if that's something that I go through, some kind of argument, fight or anything at home, I think isolation works the most. But I know that eventually I would have to learn the art of actually being wherever I am and be, you know, able to be okay with it. Make peace with the situation that, you know, it's fine. Things happen. You have to let go. And you have to think of the other person's perspective too. Sometimes, um, like life and death, you know, we just spoke about that. Losing my aunt was obviously tough, but I think it's still fresh somewhere. She, you know, we lost her a few months back. Maybe next year I might be, you know, at a much uh, more peaceful place in terms of losing her. So time is definitely one thing that I feel that helps in a situation like loss. But if it's a fight, if it's some kind of unhappiness, at home since I was talking about comfort. I think the comfort has to come from within. Else it's never going to be helpful. Okay. So, uh